It's Monday, folks. What's going on? It's time for the Fiercely Successful Podcast. I'm Paul Artale, motivational speaker, author, podcaster, and a dude sitting in his basement sharing the love so that we can hit our dreams harder than we can the week before because we have a great life to live. And even in these weird times, we are going to go live them. So excited for this week's show. This week, we're talking about hoarding. And why are you hoarding? And you need to stop hoarding things. You need to stop holding back. I can talk about three different levels of that. Before I do, though, please remember to like, subscribe, comment, share this podcast with anyone you think could use a little weekly dose of motivation. Always, always thankful to those who who uh, tune in, those who leave the comments for those who engage with me. Love it. Uh, please keep it going on. So remember, like, subscribe, download, all that good stuff, share it. Um, and this week, I, I want to talk about hoarding. And, and not because, you know, not long ago, I, I started binge watching a season of the show Hoarders, but uh, which is both a, a sad and an entertaining thing. Uh, kind of sad when you think that you're, you're being entertained by people's mental disorders. And and deficiencies, but that's not really what um, I'm talking about. Actually, today's talk was inspired by me basically on YouTube. And and what do I mean by that? Well, I have on YouTube, uh, I, I, I create a playlist like everyone else, and I add to that list. I have different playlists for different things. So one of the playlists I have is what I call Evening Views. Now, my Evening Views playlist is something actually I rarely watch. Mainly, it's I listen to. It's it's things I like to listen to as I unwind for the night or when I'm falling asleep. And so it's, it's you know, stuff that I really want to relax to. And I had over 60 videos in the Evening Views queue, and I kept adding videos to the queue. And when I started asking myself why I was doing that, like I really started thinking, like, I got 60-some-odd you know, videos, they, they vary in length, but you know, I've, I've got at least six, six or seven hours at minimum of content to listen to. And I fall asleep after about 10 or 15 minutes of listening to these things. So what, what gives? And I, and I realized that I, I was, you know, holding back, right? Like I, let's not use the word hoarding. Let's use the word hoarding, ba- holding back. And, and why was I holding it back? Right. And, and, and of course you want to add things to the list. You see something. And of course, if you've seen you know, social network, you have to add it, you have to add it also go away. Uh, But, you know, I started thinking about this whole idea of holding back and not using everything you have. And and that's what I want to talk about. So the first part is, you know, thinking about one of the reasons we hold back is, is, is necessity. And it's, and and it's really ingrained in us. It's goes back to like our prehistoric roots where we didn't know where our food and shelter was going to necessarily come from on a daily basis. So you you hid food, you hoarded food, um, you did what you could to conserve it because you didn't know where, where things were going to come from the next day. And, and that kind of reigns true. Uh, now, in, in modern times, we most of us don't have that problem. But I think ingrained in us is this idea that we want to keep more than we need or we don't want to use everything at once because we fear that there'll be a day of shortage. So let's go back to my my YouTube example. And as silly as that seems, like 
when is YouTube going to go away, right? Like, why am I fearing? Is, is YouTube going to shut down? Is YouTube going, is my internet going to cut out? Do I need to have all these videos downloaded, right? I mean, it's this idea that at some point, maybe I'll run out of interesting videos to want to listen to. And so I need to like not consume them all at once. And so I kept accumulating stuff and not using it. And I think we do that a lot, right? We we want to have more in the queue. We, we want to save for a rainy day. We want to have something in the reserve tank. And it's not that's not inherently bad. But the problem is if it starts to breed a habit, we're, all we're doing is conserving, 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 and not consuming what we need to to get enrichment, nourishment, whatever that, whatever that thing is, then that can be problematic. So I want you to think about what you're maybe holding back on or what you're kind of accumulating but not consuming, right? Like I know a lot of people like love books. They got lots of books and they have piles of books and they'll say to me, well, I'm going to read these one day and I really need to get it, get to it or my reading pile is, you know, it's, it's really behind. And again, think about like, well, do you need all those books? And maybe it's time you started reading those books. Stop accumulating and start putting something into action. So if you're accumulating a lot of stuff and you feel like, you know, Let's use the book example. You're reading one book a month, but you're adding three to your queue. Well, maybe you need to hold, maybe you need to scale back on the number of books you're, you're putting in your queue. Maybe you need to like not accumulate for the next little bit and go after what you have or look at what you have and conversely start to purge the stuff that you really don't need and just there. Because one of the things that can stress people out is that when we feel like we have this huge hill to climb, this mountain of things to go through and, you know... I, get rid of it if you really don't think you're going to do that. Actually, when I looked at my YouTube list, as, as this example goes, I saw a few videos and said, you know what? I don't really need to watch that. That's not really that interesting to me. And so I was able to get rid of some things in the queue and some other points. I said, you know what? Now's the time to listen to this so I can I can learn from it and move on. And so put those deadlines in. So that's the first thing. But understand that we do accumulate out of necessity, like this brain, this wiring in us that's afraid that one day we're going to run out. So we want to accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. That's point number one. Point number two, um, I call this, we often, uh, <laughs> we hold back or we hoard uh, based out of a, a fear of weird circumstances, okay? A fear of weird and irrational circumstances. And let's use COVID-19 as an example, okay? Let's talk about toilet paper. Let's talk about when March hit, right? You know, how many people went out? And, you know, you couldn't find toilet paper for months. Like there was a legitimate clearance of shelves and grocery stores and everyone else didn't have it. Amazon didn't have it because people had this irrational fear of not having enough toilet paper. Luckily, in my household, we were well stocked just because we were well stocked. We, we had just made a run uh, and we didn't buy 16 rolls per person. We You know, we had what we normally had. And it would last us a while. But, you know, thinking about we sometimes hoard because we fear these crazy things that could happen to us. So we start preparing for scenarios that are not realistic. Okay. So the toilet paper example is, is a prime example in terms of in modern times. I can tell you my COVID story. I've bought many things that are, they're very useful in, in COVID. And I, I actually don't regret any of the things that I bought in my little, my little pantry. I bought a special emergency food pantry. So you may laugh at me, but uh, I think in these times, it's probably not a bad idea. And I, and I militantly look at that pantry. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of the things I bought, which I, I'll be a little defensive, not the worst thing to buy, but realistically, not, you know, a little silly was I bought water for purification tablets. Now, I don't know what kind of apocalyptic scenario I thought I would need water purification tablets. In my mind, I thought, well, 
we don't know much about this COVID. Remember, this is late February, early March. We don't know much about COVID. We don't know how it's spread. They say it's airborne, but maybe it can get into our water supply. And if it gets into our water supply, gosh darn it, a Brita filter on my tap is not going to be good enough. I'm going to need some military-grade water purification tablets. And I bought them, and I guess in some, in a lot of ways they're not terrible to have, but the reasoning behind it was was totally flawed, right? I created this irrational scenario where the water was poisoned and I needed to put purification tablets in. And so thinking about that, and I was really close to buying uh, military rations too for my pantry. And, and luckily my, my, my wife, Sherry, stopped me from that. But when we hoard and we hold back, it's often because we create these weird, unrealistic scenarios in in our minds and so we start to build and prepare for those scenarios and the thing is we're building preparing for those scenarios and we're not building and preparing for what we actually need to do we're holding back and we're not moving forward because we're worried about some boogeyman that in a lot of cases we've created or is not as dangerous as we think that boogeyman or boogie woman is so that's the fear of weird circumstances third sort of fear of holding back is what I call fear of putting ourselves out there. Now, this is the most serious one, right? I mean, the first two, we talk about necessity. That's that's how we're kind of hardwired. Weird circumstances, that's you know just us being human, but like not letting that overtake us. But I think this is the one you got to worry about the most. And that's, we sometimes hold back. Now, I'm not talking about physical possessions in this one for the most part, right? I'm talking about like we emotionally, talent-wise, we often hold back right? Because there is a fear that we're going to put ourselves out there. Like it's a, it's scary to put yourself out there, man. It is, it's freaking terrifying to, to, to put yourself out there to start with. And then on top of that, as you're starting to put yourself out there, you're maybe accumulating some skills, some knowledge, you're taking a couple of shots and, you know, to go out and say, I don't give a poop about what other people say or what's going to happen. I am just going to go a hundred and, you know, 27% and just, you know, part of my language of balls to the walls, get this shit done um, is scary because on the one hand, when you do that and succeed, it's freaking glorious. It's amazing. But on the other hand is that, you know, there's this fear that if you do that and you fail, it's like you got nothing left in the tank, right? It's a, it's a really romantic idea of I left it all out on the field. I left it all on stage. I left it all in the boardroom, whatever that thing is. But if that end result is not the result you want, it's scary because if you left it all out, if you left it all out there and you didn't get what you want, well, then there's this, there's this idea in the back of your head that then you've got nothing left in the tank and how are you going to recoup those reserves? It's always good to have a little bit of extra gas left just in case you need to fight again. And I'm telling you that when it comes to going after your dreams and the things you love the most, you got to lay it out there every single night. As a speaker, when I'm on that stage, when I'm in front of that Zoom camera, you know, I'm laying it out there every single time. And it's scary and I'm trying new things and I'm, you know, sometimes I'm successful and sometimes I'm not. Every time I do this podcast, sometimes I have really good podcasts, sometimes I have almost really good podcasts, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm laying myself out there and you have to because, you know, there come a point where to use a sports analogy, right? Like the final buzzer will go, right? The game will be over one way or the other. The movie will end. The boardroom meeting is over, whatever it is. And when it's done, if you look at your results and they're not maybe where you wanted them to be. Actually, it doesn't matter where you want them to be. When you just look at your results to say that I might not, I don't have another chance at this. And you know what? I had something left in the tank. 
and I should have used it. It would have gotten me further. It would have gotten me a different result. You know, that's not the attitude you want. You really want to put everything you have in there and just let it be. And here's the thing I want to tell you is that when you let, when you put it out there, all right, when you, when you lay it out on the line, don't worry about whether you succeed or fail because you're going to recoup that energy. That experience alone, no matter how it comes out, will give you learning experiences, will give you energy and wisdom and next steps that will then replenish your tank so you can go out and do it again. And then you'll do it again and the same thing will happen different result maybe, and you'll it'll just the cycle repeats itself. So don't be afraid to leave it out there because I can tell you, listen, we've all seen someone at work who's maybe like half trying. And, you know, um, or, you know, I, I can remember uh, a relative of mine working on an assembly line and they were working really hard and someone was, was trying to coax them into like not working as hard and, and not meeting, you know, don't work too hard. Don't put it all out there. You know, you want to have something left. Um, for a rainy day where, you know, when the boss needs more production, then, then we want you to, to put in the extra effort for, so we can look like we're going to kick it into high gear. And my family member was like, I'm kicking into high gear every single day, right? Like don't, they'll talk to me about quotas. I'm just going to keep working my butt off and doing what I need to do. And that's what you got to think about. Don't worry about the rainy day scenario. Don't worry about, uh, you know, don't worry about whether, um, you know, you're going to land that knockout punch, right? Just focus on putting it all out there, being your best self and, and being okay with that vulnerability. Cause it's, you know, when you, when you put a lot, when you put a lot of effort into this, you know, the gains are big, the, the losses can be big, but that's what you need to be successful. That's what you need to sustain your growth over the long haul. It's just the way it is, right? I mean, think about, just pick anyone. This is my, my challenge to you this week is, Pick anyone that you, you deem is really successful in your field or someone you look up to as a role model and tell me, you know, look at their habits and tell me that they didn't lay it all out all in the line at some point, right? That they didn't put themselves out there on a consistent basis every single time, just pouring their blood, sweat and tears into things, right? One of my heroes was Jim Abbott, right? Born without a right hand. Jim was my idol growing up. Because uh, you know he could play, he, was, he had a disability, but he could play. He played varsity sports. I made that my goal as well to play college football. And you know, when I remember just reading about Jim as a youth, just working what he called the glove switch, was which was he he threw and caught the baseball with the same hand, and he would work on switching his glove from one hand from his, his nub to his his hand, and how many hours and hours he put out there, and then you know when he went onto the mound, how much he would he would work on. Not just a glove switch, but you know, just being tormented and being taunted on on the on the field. And you know, the the famous story is during the very first game that he pitched, the opposing coach decided to have the every the the first uh, ten players uh, bunt against him because they didn't think he would be quick enough to field the the ball right. And so they purposely you know hit the ball right towards him. And the first the first batter got on base, and then he threw out the next nine. And after that, that that coach stopped bunting against Jim Abbott, right? But he had to put himself out there, and that was probably scary for him. But he had to do that. He had to he had to put himself out there in order to be successful, uh, in order to grow from it. And that is the scariest thing. But I'm telling you, man, do not hold back. I mean, listen, I'm 17 episodes into this podcast. We are what into like month three of this journey together. And some of you have known me for years, and I'm going to tell you. Do not hold back. Do not play safe. You got to go out there and just 
just freaking hammer it. I'm not as eloquent this week, and I get it. But, I mean, there's no eloquent way to say this, is that you just got to really, you know, to quote my 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 insp- my my motivational talk, you got to hit hard, right? You got to fight with everything you have. You got to hit hard. And that's what I want you to do this week. So no hoarding, no holding back. Remember that we might some- recognize that, number one, we sometimes hoard and hold back because of necessity, out of this fear that, you know, we just, we want something for the rainy day. And that's a natural phenomenon. And that's okay and to recognize that, but that often hinders us from true progress and growth because we spent, we spend too much time in an accumulation phase, not enough time in a consumption phase and a phase of actually utilizing what we have. Number two, we often hoard and hold back because of what I, you know, what I call silly and unrealistic scenarios. So we start to create myths and boogeymen that then put us in this situation where we don't want to put everything into it, you know, because we, we're kind of more on the defensive than we are on the offensive. And of course, number three, you, sometimes we don't hold back because we're just afraid to be vulnerable and afraid to just give it our all and try because we're afraid that maybe it won't go the way we want. But I'm telling you, that's what you got to do. That's the message for the week. I want you guys to go after those dreams harder than you did the week before. Remember to like, subscribe, download this podcast, share it. Got some cool things coming up in the next few weeks. Talking about an online community, little little accountability challenge. Until then, I will see you. Have a fantastic week, everyone.